Good morning and welcome to another Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, the managing partner of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we're going to do a Virtual Legality first, a follow-up episode to last week's Virtual Legality number eight, Marvel's Spider-Man Licensing and the Raimi Suit. If you haven't seen that episode, please check it out. Uh, In that episode, I talk at length about my thoughts on why Insomniac Games isn't including the the famous Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 suits from the Sam Raimi era in their new Marvel Spider-Man game uh, this year. It's been called for by a number of fans on the internet, on Twitter, on Reddit, uh, and Insomniac has made comments suggesting that uh, you might not get what you wish for, or you might not know what we're doing behind the scenes, and I made a video about the legal rights that are pertinent to intellectual property, both at the movie level and in the video game level. And to my surprise, this video uh, has taken off a little bit with a lot of people having a lot of good thoughts on it, uh, a lot of people checking it out. And I want to take this time this morning uh, to go over a few of those comments, which I've found to be uh, very well considered and, and very well thought of. Clearly, the, the Raimi suit issue has been uh, a part of the, the Spider-Man internet community uh, for longer than even I knew. Uh, and certainly a lot of folks have a lot of strong feelings about the matter. And, and so I think it made sense to, uh, to go and look at the comments to the video from last week and just give my two cents on, on those comments. Uh, so without further ado, uh, let's start up uh, these so so we have a little a little visual action going on while we talk about these things. My hope is that this episode's a little bit more casual than maybe even the normal virtual legality episodes because I just want to talk a, a little bit about some of the great ideas that that some of the the viewers have have brought up. Uh, so the main top comment on the video, as you can see here, they should have said no from the beginning. This was drawn out for no reason, and uh, you know you know I, I can't. I can't sit here and, and tell you that Insomniac Games' communication policies, their PR, their community management is perfect. Uh, no one's is, really, but I think it's clear that when you've got an internet group uh, like the Spider-Man fans that clearly have expressed a desire for something, that you maybe want to be more cognizant of the fact that your communications can be taken in, let's call it a teasing tone. Uh, and you need to be more aware of how that's going to be uh, interpreted by your fan base. And, and maybe they aren't as aware as they should be. That being said, you can see my response here. Uh, I'd say they didn't think it was a no at the time uh, when they were first approached with, hey, can you put this suit in the game? I don't think they thought it was a no. I think they have a relationship with Sony. They're in continuous discussions. And undoubtedly, uh, unless they're being completely silly about it, the Raimi suit came up in conversation, and it was determined that maybe they would put it in at some later point in time. You are right that they could have simply said no at the outset and then surprised everyone with a release when the contract was signed, if they were working on one, but what, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do that. And I'm not saying to this person here, uh, Peter Parker, that uh, that wouldn't be a viable strategy. There are a number of viable strategies in communications, PR, crisis, or otherwise, and one of those could be, hey... We want to surprise and delight. We're going to say no to absolutely everything. And if we get something done, we'll say yes then. And everybody will have metabolized the concept that the the costume is not going to be in the game. And then we'll surprise them and everybody will be happy. Uh, that is a perfectly viable strategy. And I think it's, it's one that a lot of companies pursue. Uh, Insomniac didn't do that here, maybe because they don't have, run a, a particularly tight community management ship or because they didn't want to foreclose the possibility. They didn't want to disappoint at that point in time or thought that 
a contract was imminent. Uh, one of the one of the problems that I deal with a lot with with clients is in this realm when you've got a deal, let's say a merger or acquisition or or a potential closing, and it's just on the cusp of finishing up. Everybody is really excited about it. A, a couple of people are going to get rich. Another couple of people are going to expand their business in a way that they're very excited about. And everybody wants to talk about it, but it's not quite done yet. And sometimes you get folks going out to radio broadcasts, TV shows, or otherwise with little hints of what might be happening and hints that are uh, easily enough decoded that people can figure out what's going on. And then the real problem is if that deal falls apart, if it doesn't come to fruition, You've got problems with those people and their expectations, and frankly, if you've got a public company or other folks raising uh, equity money, securities money, you, you might have potential securities law issues in terms of disclosure and offerings and things like that. So people are people. Humans are humans. I think Insomniac wants to surprise, wants to delight, wants to entertain, and they didn't want to disappoint with a no. Was that the right call? I can't rightly say. Uh, but certainly it doesn't appear that the Raimi suit is forthcoming in the immediate future. Uh, and so maybe they should have been a little bit more forthcoming with how far out they were from putting putting a contract together. Going down the line a bit here. Oh, I highlighted a couple of these that were just very positive. You know, positive feedback is good for everybody, even lawyers. After watching this video, this explained a lot. Thank you for making this. You deserve way more subscribers. I think that's a very nice sentiment, so I appreciate it. Um... Moving down a little bit here, we have a discussion of whether the DLC is a good value, which is which is fun. I, I've personally enjoyed it, although it, it, they are a bit shorter than I would have liked. Um, here's one of the questions that goes throughout the comments, which I think is a very interesting one. How, how did the Raimi suit get added to the Amazing Spider-Man game then? Uh, and you'll see I have a couple of comments in the video that you can check out from last week. Uh, but suffice it to say, the answer is, I don't know. I don't know any better than you do. I'm not privy to these conversations at the Activision level, at the Binox level, at the Insomniac level, at the Sony level. But I think the purpose of the video from last week, and I think what's worth noting now and, and really reflecting on, are the different circumstances in which the companies find themselves. So at the time that the Amazing Spider-Man games come out, Sony is actively marketing a movie. Those games are movie tie-in games, which for one, have different licensing terms in their contracts. You are licensing the intellectual property associated with the movie that's being made, and potentially the predecessor or successor movies to that movie being made, depending on what the contract says. Marvel's Spider-Man, by comparison, as, as you all well know, is completely separate from any movie. It's not Homecoming. It's not Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's Insomniac's own thing. So regardless of whether uh, they got all the rights that, that they might want to things like the Raimi suit, the rights that they would have licensed, the, the, the way the contract terms would read, would be different than in a movie tie-in scenario. And because of that difference, uh, you can have circumstances where maybe something was easily obtained and easily put into a prior game and not into this game. The, the funny thing about law and, and legal work in general is that where... Some deal might have been made between two parties two years ago, three years ago, and you would think that, hey, I want that same deal would be a viable argument three years later. It isn't always the case. Insomniac might not have had that, that, uh, those assets available to them in the contract that they signed up with Sony. Uh, and as a lot of people in the comments rightly point out, as a lot of people on the Reddit that I looked at when this video went live over there have pointed out, 
the circumstances are different. Uh, Sony and Marvel are now in bed together in a very specific way. Uh, after the, the Marvel Homecoming deal, the Captain America Civil War deal, uh, the Avengers Infinity War deal, the, they have a relationship that is predicated on the exchange of rights, certainly, but also these kinds of uh, political considerations. Marvel and Sony have to get along in a very specific way. So even if Sony has the rights to the Raimi suit, even if they have the rights to put them in Marvel's Insomniac, there are political considerations that are more uh, important than the legal considerations, to be frank, which is if Marvel tells Sony, hey, we understand you can put that game, uh, that, that costume in there, but we'd really prefer it if you didn't. Sony has very little reason to offend Marvel, who has proven to be a great contract partner, who has gotten uh, a lot of money for Sony by helping them to release Marvel Spider-Man and looks to be a, a great partner in the future. And Sony looks at this and says, okay, unless we can make real money, uh, unless we can figure out a, a, a way to really improve the position of Marvel's Spider-Man by having this suit in the game, there's really no reason to go and offend Marvel if that was their position. And again, this is all speculative, but one can certainly imagine a scenario where they say, hey, we've now got uh, cartoon Spider-Man with Into the Spider-Verse. We've got Tom Holland as the, the MCU Spider-Man. We really don't want people to be reflecting on Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire or, or those Spider-Men in these games. Uh, and I think people have come to that uh, realization or have been having that discussion online, and I think it's a justified one. Again, if you can take away anything away from these videos, it would be to always be reflecting on the positions of the companies. It might be the case that Activision and Beanox didn't have that same close relationship with Marvel, didn't really care about what Marvel thought about including a suit like the Raimi suit, or Marvel didn't care at the time, but these things change even in a short period of time, uh, and that's always worth thinking about. Uh, why did they tease the Raimi symbol then? So this is a uh, comment that, again, appears in a number of places underneath last week's video. And uh, I remembered it kind of in the back corners of my mind. But there was a uh, tweet from Mr. Stevenson looking out, I think, a plane window at the New York skyline that showed the, the spider symbol in a spotlight type look uh, looking thing, looking at Manhattan and saying the city that never sleeps, uh, which as we now know and might have known at the time, uh, the, the timing there is a little bit close. Uh, that's the name of the DLC, in particular, all three DLCs that they released for Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man's so far. And the fact that the Spider-Man logo that was used was the Raimi logo was taken by uh, some portions of the internet community as indicative of uh, the Raimi suit is going to be in the game eventually. And I don't think that that's an entirely unjustified interpretation of that tweet. I think that community management is a position in which you have to be constantly engaging with the community, with the folks that are your fans, in a way that is... Uh, at least presenting as open and honest and continually bringing new information, and it's easy to trip over the line there. So I think, like the answer to the first question that I gave in this question and answer video, I think what you've got is a scenario where there's two real, there's two real options here. One is they thought the Raimi suit was going to be in. They didn't think it would be a problem with Marvel. They think Sony has the rights. They don't think it'll be any issue to include it. 
And so it's a little bit of a tease. Like those like those deals that I talked about earlier where, hey, this is all but done. We can make a little tease because it's going to get finished up next week and nobody's got a problem. Obviously, that didn't happen. So maybe they went a step too far. But that's the nature of community management. The other option is, and this one might be more hurtful to, to some folks here who really take this stuff seriously, really want to see the, the different iterations of Spider-Man put into the game. I, it's possible that they used a symbol that really didn't reflect to them a different Spider-Man. I mean, it's clearly a spider symbol. I, I will admit, looking at the various symbols myself, it's not immediately apparent to me which symbol is which. I apologize for that. And so you could get into a scenario where, hey, they used a, they used a symbol. That was what the spotlight looked like that indicated Spider-Man, but didn't mean to indicate that particular Spider-Man. Uh, and certainly you'd kind of expect a better attention to detail from the studio that's making the Spider-Man game itself. But I give a lot of leeway to community management, community relations people, because they have so many communications. It's easy for one to trip on the wrong side of the spectrum and to be interpreted the wrong way. So that's my overall feeling on that situation. But obviously, since the suit isn't in the game right now, it is one that I understand the, the people's consternation. Uh, and I think the comment is, is well taken. Moving forward a little bit here. All right, we've got a, a few folks in the comments, um, which again, I think are all well considered. I've really been impressed by the, the folks engaging on this video and really talking about the potential legal issues and the rights that are related to those issues. It's really what I wanted to get across and I've really been very, uh, very happy to see the comments that come in. You have a few people essentially telling me that I'm wrong. Uh, and, and the first thing that I would say to that is what I'm talking about in the videos that I'm making, what I'm, what I'm talking about in the video that I made last week on the Spider-Man Raimi suit isn't something that can really be wrong. And so far as I'm just trying to get across that there are other factors in play, I don't claim any special knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't claim any special knowledge of what the specific rights are in this situation, except that the rights certainly need to be transferred. And when that happens there can be places where the transfer cost gets too high. And so when a comment like this says, hey, this is good, but it's not the case. There aren't creative rights to the suit that could legally backfire. The guy who created the suit doesn't get a royalty for the movies. Sony owns the right to produce and distribute. Marvel holds the right to gaming cartoons, etc. They choose not to include the suit. <clears throat> the only issue I really have is with the notion that anybody is choosing not to include something um, willfully. That Insomniac is sitting there saying, ah, of course we could include the suit, but we are evil people, and we know this will make people unhappy and increase the negative feelings in the world. I don't think that's the case at all. I think everything that we've seen from the communications from Mr. Stevenson and from Insomniac Games indicates that in a perfect world, if they could have everything that they wanted, they would give you all the suits that you wanted, everything that you wanted to see in the game, and there are circumstances that are beyond their control. Insomniac is a game developer. They're not the financial people at Sony. They're not the financial people at Marvel. They're not the business folks at either studio. And so everyone everywhere is constantly working within a network of contracts and rights and finances. And I'm trying to present videos that talk about that a little bit so that people can look at the industry and understand a bit more why things happen the way they do. So I take this comment uh, well-intentioned. I absolutely agree that what I'm saying is speculative 
And it might be the case that Sony easily has the rights that we think that they do, that Marvel is just putting up a roadblock and that's the, that's the whole nature of the situation. But as I said in the video last week, a roadblock from a rights holder to me as a corporate lawyer, as a contract guy, reads essentially as a higher price tag. Marvel might say, hey, we don't want the Raimi suit in because we don't like advertising uh, that particular movie. Most cases, you'd be able to say, hey, Marvel, we think this is really important to our fan base. This is really important to us. Can we somehow make it worth your while to put this in the game? And it can get done. So it's a matter of, yes, I think the fact that the suit isn't in the game indicates that at least some party doesn't want it to be in the game for some reason, probably related to PR, probably related to their current marketing efforts. But I don't think it's this notion of, hey, they're just choosing not to include it because they're bad people and because they want to cause you pain. And so that's that's really the only thing I object to. I certainly don't object to anybody ever telling me I'm wrong. I always love reasonable disagreement, well thought of. I, I think that adds to uh, learning. I think that adds to community. And I will never, ever get on anybody's case for disagreeing with me and telling me I'm an idiot. Um, let's see. The next item here is, uh, my longer answer, which I've already reflected upon, uh, in respect of uh, why the, the suit might've appeared in the amazing Spider-Man games. I really do think movie tie-ins are different. Obviously Activision is a different company, uh, than Sony is a different company from Insomniac. Even Marvel today is different than Marvel just a few years back before they had the agreement where they had the homecoming deal and the, and the civil war and infinity war deal. So I think we're looking at scenarios that are different, even even slightly different from just a few years ago. And those slight differences can make contract terms uh, entirely different when you start to negotiate them. And so I, I think that's pretty much the, the full answer to that from my perspective. Uh, but it's certainly an interesting one that the suit appeared in a video game just a few, year, just a few years back and not in this uh, much bigger, higher profile game. Uh, yeah, and this answer is one that I wanted to reflect on a little bit as well. So this is, again, another instance of someone asking about uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game. Uh, and I don't know that this is particularly the case for this scenario, but I did want to reflect on the fact that um, you know lawyers can have different feelings for other lawyers' work. So whereas Beanox and Activision's lawyers might have looked at the... Uh, IP pathway, might have looked at the contract they'd entered into, determined that they had the ownership rights to the intellectual property, and put them in the game. The next group of lawyers, the next company, Insomniac and Marvel and Sony, they have to do their due diligence, which is just a fancy lawyer way of saying they have to make sure that what is actually the rights that they think they hold are the rights that they hold. So the lawyers have to go in and say, okay, we need to confirm that everything is as it is, as it should be, and that they can be put into the game as we want them to. And that second group of lawyers doesn't have to agree with what the first group of lawyers thought. They could say, hey, I'm looking at this, and the Activision lawyers didn't do a good job of figuring out what the pathway is, and we're not sure they actually had the rights to put that in the movie. So we're not going to put that in our game. We're not going to talk about it because we're not Activision's lawyers, but... This happens all the time that the, the first group of lawyers that say a lawyer that's organizing a corporation has their corporation all organized and then the investors come in and that investor council looks at the way the corporation's organized and say, hey, you screwed up these four or five or six things. Those need to be fixed before we'll put our money in. 
and so just like any other profession, just like any other role, you can have situations where lawyers do a great job, lawyers do a bad job, business folks do a good job, business folks do a bad job, and that can impact the conversation as well. And so I think it's important when we're talking about these companies that this isn't set in the firmament. These things aren't exact. Intellectual property is described in paragraphs, and the original lawyers could have had a problem, the secondary lawyers could have had a problem, all the way down to the lawyers that we're talking about when we talk about the, the intellectual property contracts that now have to be exchanged to get a game like Marvel's Spider-Man done. So human beings are human beings, mistakes are made, and certainly different human beings can disagree as to what a specific contract says. And I've always found that interesting, uh, and I thought you might as well. Um, here is another one of those comments where the, the, the commenter essentially says that I'm wrong, uh, and that's, again, uh, certainly well taken. Uh, they talk a little bit about um, the fact that Sony clearly has the rights. They were put into the Amazing Spider-Man game. And uh, so there shouldn't be any problem in putting in the Marvel Spider-Man game. Uh, my comment here talks about territoriality. Uh, it's certainly something that you heard me reflect on a little bit in last week's video. Uh, but in big organizations, Sony isn't Sony. Uh, Columbia Pictures is separate. Sony Pictures is separate. These different divisions have their own bosses, have their own books, have their own justifications for how they've operated in the given fiscal year and in the prior years. And so... When you start talking about Sony has the rights, they very well might, uh, but Sony Interactive Entertainment almost certainly doesn't hold the rights to uh, Columbia Pictures' Sony uh, Spider-Man 2002 movie, and so there has to be a discussion about how those rights get moved over, what, if anything, gets put on the financial books to represent the exchange of value, and while you might not believe it, these are hugely territorial uh, conversations. You, you have these giant multinational corporations with huge bureaucratic institutions. You have different people trying to justify their positions, trying to improve their bottom line. And sometimes, as silly as it might seem to us looking on the outside, these things can get caught up essentially in the internals of the company. Sony Pictures could say, hey, uh, we can't get the value that we want out of this. We're not giving it to Interactive Entertainment. We're not letting it go all the way out to Insomniac to put in their game. And that's, that's just the end of the discussion. And, and sometimes that's just the way it is. Certainly, I've seen it with big companies that are my clients. Certainly, I've seen it with big companies that are on the opposite side of the table. Sometimes that happens, as silly as it might seem. Uh, I love this question. Do you think there's a possibility that they could add the suit as DLC in 2019? I absolutely do. I, I put this in the video last week, and I reflect on it again and again in, in the comments that I've made to the video since. Uh, but they haven't said no. They haven't said the, the suit cannot be a part of the game. We're very sorry. Some people are frustrated about that, essentially keeping it open as a kind of tease. But the fact that they haven't said no is important from a contract lawyer's perspective. Th this thing hasn't ended. I think it indicates that they have been in conversations. I think it is still a possibility. Maybe that's a sequel. Maybe that's DLC. But I think it's it's not outside the realm of, of what Insomniac certainly wants to do. It's possible Marvel might need to change their position in order to get everybody happy. Um, but I think Insomniac would love to have the suit in, all other things being equal. Oh, yes. And uh, this comment, which uh, talks about the fact that everything I'm saying is speculative. 
My problem is that you are just assuming that the issues have to do with rights. It could very well be the case that the higher-ups at Sony told them to not make any suits. They're, uh, they are not going uh, for ongoing franchises and to not tell fans because it might affect sales. Uh, until Insomniac tells us exactly why they didn't put the suit in the game, the whole video is nothing but speculation and perhaps wild speculation. Uh, guilty as charged. Um, and I try to put this in all my videos, that these are speculative, that this is discussions of my understanding of working in corporate law for more than a decade, almost 14 years now, and just trying to reflect on the fact that I've seen a number of relationships, I've seen a number of business partners, I've seen a number of intellectual property licenses and software development agreements and video game companies that are my clients or that are on the other side of, of negotiations deal with these kinds of things. Um, so... What I say here, the point of the video was really to get folks thinking about the various constituent parties and their incentives, rights, and costs. As you point out, there are many reasons why Party X might want or not want a given piece of IP incorporated in another piece of IP. But the better people are able to think about those rights and costs, the better they will be able to suss out what is happening in respect of this and other situations. So, again... I don't know any better than you or any better than anyone that's not at Sony, Marvel, or Insomniac, the specific rights that are included in their development contract, the specific strategic and political conversations that they might have had regarding the 2002 picture and the Raimi intellectual property associated with those original three movies. But I do know what, in general, these contracts look like and what these relationships and discussions look like. And that's where I think I can add value and, and really try to help illuminate the conversation. And I think that might be it for what I wanted to talk about. All right. So that was the uh, that was the very last question I wanted to comment on in respect of uh, last week's video. But I did want to say uh, my sincere thanks to everybody that's checked it out. It is by far the most popular video on my channel, which uh, I, I only started this year uh, to do a little bit more uh, open uh, conversations about the, the stuff that really interests me in terms of uh, the digital space uh, and some sports talk, some some uh, video game talk, some intellectual property talk. Um, but I really do appreciate you watching. If you like this video as well as the last, please do like, please subscribe. My intent is to uh, to put these videos out uh, regularly every week. Uh, and I've also started to put out the uh, Hoaglaw uh, Game of the Year uh, awards, if you will, uh, with the top 10 ranked games that I personally enjoyed. Uh, and little video essays on each. So I believe at this point in time, number 10 and number 9 are out. Uh, so please do check those out and, and like them as well. Uh, they're a lot of fun to put together, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm really happy with how those came out. Uh, so again, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for hanging in here for this question and answer session. Uh, as I said, it's a first for virtual legality, but hopefully not the last. Thanks again.